Hey, it's the Fat Boy Show this beautiful Tuesday. It is the 23rd of February, 2021. And I don't know what car you're driving as you head to work or wherever it is. You got to go this early in the morning. But I'm going to guess that your car is not bulletproof. <laughs> <laughs> you're not that important. Yeah. No you're just one is a, looking for you. Yeah. You're just a normal <laughs> man, a normal woman. No one cares. You're there in your small car. In mm. your bits. Yeah. That's uh, probably in need of serious service. Meanwhile, other people such as Bobby Wine are driving brand new bulletproof cars. Hey. Purchased thanks to donations from uh, supporters. Nice. Uh, yep, uh, social media was abuzz with uh, you know excitement over Bobby Wine's latest uh, acquisition, a bullet, a fully bulletproof. Uh, SUV vehicle. Mm. Now, obviously, as you know, over the election cycle, <laughs> he was the target mm. of uh, a lot of uh, harassment. There was, uh, I mean, his vehicles were actually shot at. Mm. One in one instance, his head narrowly missed getting hit. Yes, by a bullet. <laughs> so we're quite lucky to still have Bobby Wine alive with us today. Mm. Things were so crazy some weeks ago, but now that he has a bulletproof vehicle. Perhaps can his supporters feel safe and secure in the knowledge that their candidate or their political hero shall be out of harm's way? Mm-hmm. What do you think about that vehicle? <laughs> well, um, I'm actually I am um, ma- I'm I marvel at the love his uh, supporters have for him because an Ahmad car must be expensive. Yes, right? it must be, <laughs> and immediately it was. Uh, there were several questions being asked by, by, I guess, those who were critics. Mm. They were saying, was it his supporters who bought the car for him or his backers? Does it matter? Um, because they're basically trying to draw a distinction between uh, like the layman, lay, lay man, lay woman who supports him, mm. contributing their meager donations until mm. it's enough to buy this expensive car. No, they're saying that actually some of the more... Powerful entities, international mm. entities mm. that are behind that played a hand in this. Yeah, that, that they actually they are the ones who handed him the vehicle. I've seen those sentiments, and I wouldn't disagree a hundred percent. It's highly possible, but let's say it is foreign entities that bought the car. Is it's a bad thing? Why? Well. well it's not. It's bad and not bad. Mm-hmm. It's not bad in the sense that hey, if. There's people that support you and they want you to be safe. Why not accept the gift? Mm-hmm. After all, it's just a vehicle. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, it's bad in the sense that, you know, one of the biggest concerns people have in Africa is neocolonialism. Mm. There is a fresh new scramble for Africa taking place where you've got different parties, different, and it may not even be like countries per se, but entities mm. uh, could be multinational global corporations Mm. who have varying interests in, uh, let's say, the resources of a country Mm. who may opt to sow discord, instability, create conflict so that they can benefit from maybe concessions that can be given to them for future mining opportunities Mm. by the government that is installed, which whose candidate they happen to back. Mm. I think it's important for supporters of Bobby Wine to, to be cognizant of that possibility and, and to be wary of it. I mean, 
as much as you might like him and want him to be the guy that removes Museveni from power, uh, at the same time, you don't want a situation where, you know, he's beholden to, you know, certain powers or certain interests, right? Wouldn't you want him to be in, his own man? In as much as I would want him, one, to be his own man, not to be beholden to any uh, um, Western entities, it's, it's, it's like a chorus in Africa. It's normal for this to happen because even the incumbent himself has been supported over time by the same foreign entities that he now calls evil, right? And that's why we're unhappy. See? And uh, Yes, we are unhappy. And in as much as uh, people may want change, there there is nothing that is changed like in entirety that you're going to get a leader that will never be accountable to some foreign countries or agencies or multinational corporations. That's not possible. So if he gets a car, let him get the car. (laughs) Because even if we don't want him to take it, someone else will. Does that change anything? Well, ultimately, it doesn't. It's just I'm saying uh, I am curious at the almost total lack of interest uh, because, you know, I'm no supporter of Museveni either. But, you know, when I think about what you brought up, the ways in which he too could be compromised uh, and under the influence of other powers that be, which clearly he is, you know, I... I don't like that either. I don't like that he's beholden to... Because here's what happens. If he's beholden to these powers and he does their bidding, what happens is that they look the other way whenever like, they engage in abuses of citizens and of the rights of citizens. Or you privatizing I mean? the, our natural resources. Or privatizing, exactly. And I hear you on that. But like I said... I think there is no leader anywhere in the world that is not beholden to certain powers. I mean, case in point, you said that, uh, and it's true, that in the United States, Democrats and Republicans will tell you that they are on different aisles. But yeah. at the same time, they, uh, they act according to the bidding of uh, multinationals, uh, pharmaceuticals, and all these rich people. Yeah. So... There is no leader that is independent and will never, ever have to sell something to get something. Except. Except. (laughs) Except, you know who? Who? You know who? Um... Katumba Oye. (laughs) (laughs) He wasn't beholden to nobody. He kept saying, I'm not a politician. And I'm like, but you're in politics. So you are a politician whether you want it or not. See, Uganda, we had a chance to bring in someone who was totally uncompromised and you didn't vote for him. Oh, please. (laughs) (laughs) And now you voted for someone who is like totally in the pockets of the Western powers. We can't say he's totally in the pockets. And then the the first runner up is also partially in their pocket. And yet you had Katumba. Partially, partially. Uh, You know, I read something some time back which said that. Museveni, um, that the, the current government and its leader uh-huh. um, are the guys that enjoy and benefit the most from all the loans that this country takes. Uh-huh. Well, that is not a <laughs> controversial stance. I mean, ultimately, these loans, and there's two ways to look at it. In some cases, the loans are outrightly embezzled and stolen, mm-hmm. but that's usually difficult, um, especially now. 
because their accountability processes are now so strict and stringent. But now it's by way of projects and programs mm. uh, where you can divert the funds to your own you know pocket if you if you're creative about it mm-hmm. or you are essentially giving jobs through those projects to uh, loyal People around you exactly to yes. loyal supporters sometimes they're not supporters sometimes they are family members well okay same thing <laughs> <laughs> essentially like how uh, you know what what is it uh, I, I can't remember where I think the the president's daughter-in-law or someone was mm. involved in the procurement of COVID-19 drugs was, Dur- it? was either testing kits or drugs or something, something like, like that, that. Yes. she 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 had created a company and snagged this massive contract mm-hmm. to, uh, to provide ministry of health with uh, certain you know items which yes for someone that close to the president like there couldn't be a more glaring conflict of interest. Mm-hmm. And questions were raised uh, on the kind of system that was used for these guys to get the contract. I mean, whatever way, it just looks bad, whatever way it you look at bad. it. Obviously, uh, given our history, it, it doesn't hurt for someone to outrightly say, uh-uh, this was just handed to them. <laughs> so, I mean, so in other words, it's not just sort of pick picking it out of the the basket and stuffing it in your pocket it's in the way by way of i guess being awarded contracts <laughs> where you actually are off delivering a service or a product mm. but then the deal goes to you because of your connections yeah so that's also a, a form of corruption which uh, is a problem which is eating up this country and many african nations what to do what to do mm-hmm. <laughs> so the ahmad car have you also heard that security wants to look into it? How it was procured? Who? What was? Which one was the clearing and forwarding company? Can you where imagine? taxes paid? Because <laughs> apparently it's not leg- illegal for one to own an armored car in this country, but it has to be cleared by security, quote unquote. <laughs> but why? Why would they need to do that? Well, <laughs> security. <laughs> yeah, but uh, that's. Uh, are they frustrated that they're not going to be able to <laughs> that that is essentially just going to drive through the country not worried about uh, being shot at anymore i have no idea I <laughs> next time he'll just concern. he'll just be whistling as the police are on his bumper firing at him he'll just be like <laughs> and then did you see stella nyanzi complaining that why is he being protected how about his fans and then someone was like why did you flee uh, from Uganda. Yeah. Oh, did you take your supporters? <laughs> Touche. Ah, oh, they got her. <laughs> oh, that was a good one. But anyway, um, it looks like, from what I can tell, it looks like a comfortable car. And I don't know if it starts from here, where it's one armored vehicle. What will be next? A tank? <laughs> huh. Tank? A jet? Nah. <laughs> what tank? next? Oh, but a jet is allowed. I think people are allowed to have jets. I think we even have Ugandans that own them. A jet, like a fighter jet? I no, don't no, think no, no, so. not a fighter jet. Just a private jet. Yes, yes, the yes. Namukulas of this world must have jets. I wonder about that. Hmm. But this could be the start of a growing fleet of uh, very specialized vehicles in the Bobby Wine camp and uh, won't that be cool to observe. We'll keep an eye on that story and see where that goes next. You're listening to The Fat Boy Show. Stay tuned.